And we are live. What's up, Barry? Mmm. 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 Davy boy, Jesus Christ, this is difficult to get set up. My God. It is difficult. Is it actually recording? Because my side doesn't show it's recording. No, it's recording. I'm hosting it, so it's, I, I can see it all. I, I am the gatekeeper. I am the page master. I am the games master. I am the Dungeons and Dragons senior. Yeah, no, I can see now. Um, this was difficult to set up, wasn't it? My God. Both, like, the tools are both, like, absolute retards when it comes to techie, techie stuff. Just scrolling down. Oh, there it is there. My good Lord, this is difficult. But anyway, that's because we're both retards. Yes, I am not tech savvy. I think anyone that knows me knows I am not tech savvy. And you're relying on me. Another person who's not tech savvy. But we got it done together. You, 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 you. I, I was trying to do it there. We weren't getting something, and you pulled a little hat trick. You pulled it out of the bag. You got it, magician. Yes, we're finally up and running. Only talk. Well, we're talking about a good one. Every podcast situation. Yeah, we've been we've been on about this for a while, Davey. Do you want to enlighten us the reason why you wanted to do the podcast? Tell us a little bit of background why you want to talk over the interweb. Um, for me, when I like the idea, you come up with the Free Thinker Society. Well, they came together with it, um, just talking about different concepts, ideas, how we perceive things, and just talking things out, hashing it out, and see where we stand at different points, um, which we always seem to do anyway day-to-day life so why not show a microphone in between us well, we got the microphones we got the the laptops we're talking about this for a long time and um, i've wanted to do a, a podcast for many 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 years i like the medium of being able to talk because um i'm a literate fuck but i'm not really but yeah i'm kind of a literate fuck i i'm not like you you can write things down with your poetry and with your which are English vernacular through the page where my strengths are through talking, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's it, you're my strengths, but it's like a seed that's going to turn into a flower with this podcast. Uh, I wanted to do this just to get a message out here, just to talk. I think you and me have had very interesting conversations that's been wasted on the pair of us. We could be talking about this and people can probably get on the same wavelength, same vibe as us gives a bit of feedback talk to us about their ideas we talk about our ideas we dissect them you and me are coming from different different levels with different devils let's say but we always come to the same point no yeah you're 100 right uh, we have not wasted a lot of conversations but a lot of conversations should have been uh, recorded they were very enlightening day weren't they very enlightening very interesting uh, ideas concepts and we always seem to end back up and if not agreeing, but we sometimes, what's the word we're looking for? Agree to disagree at some point. Splitting the difference. Splitting the difference. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying it, it's good. And finally got set up and it's good to get the ball rolling. Um, well, I thought I wasn't going to be there for a minute ago when you spilled the tea all over your laptop. I thought that was the end of it. Classic on. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. It's funny. Uh, you have your vape. I wish I had brought me cigars. I'll offer next one. Another classic own moment was today, but I saved myself in a way. In a in a way, I left my wallet on the bus, which I never really do, never really do, never did. And I dropped the wallet on the bus, and I when I was about to panic, I got off the bus. I was like, "Oh, bollocks!" And the bus, I could see the bus. I was like, everything came to my mind. What I do? I run after the bus. 
when I get a taxi down to get the bus, what I do, but I realise it's the 15, I'm getting off in Kulak, it turns back around, so I just waited, put my hand out for every 15 that went by, asked them, did they leave a wallet on the bus, did they leave a wallet on the bus, bill number 5 bus that went by, the 5th bus, I got my wallet back, so classic on, losing the wallet, but classic on, taking on his feet and getting it back again, not to stoke my own ego, like, but instead of panicking, I just kind of calmed down, relaxed, and then the answer came. Well, that's good, uh, response or reaction. So you did a good job there waiting for the fire buses to go by and you got your wallet, thank God. I didn't have to cancel my cards either, which is the main thing. Yeah, well, no one uses cash anymore, do they? Everyone's cards. There's nothing, there's nothing in my bank account at the moment with this fucking coronavirus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, trying to live on fucking on 70% of your wages? That is absolutely load of balls. Imagine trying to live like that. Now, it was good the three months we had off, like, but trying to bank some coin. Yeah, three months, three months was off was good, but you're right. Uh, to have any financial security for yourself for the future, you need to be working, you need to get your full wage. And it's, it's difficult to pay rent, obviously being out with bills, when you're getting a subsidised payment. Gives you some of the freedom, though. You you really enjoyed yourself, didn't you? You 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 lived that you lived that life to the max. You got you 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 had a transitional period there. We probably didn't even want to go back to work after a while, but it was a great time. You had the great weather. You did you did your thing. Tell the people what you did. Tell them it's very uh, enlightening and very inspiring, Dave. Well, you nailed it on the head. It was called a metamorphosis, so a big change in me, shifting consciousness and a spiritual experience, if you want to call it. It all happened when you shaved my head. <laughs> shaved my head and later on that night, I got an epiphany or stuff came down. Different outlook in life. You let go, you let go of your hair, you let go of everything else. Yeah. yeah, the hair went and the, the ideas started to flow. The poetry started to flow. And that night when I shaved my head, or you shaved my head, I wrote my first poem. Um, and then I wrote another poem directly after that, 10 minutes after that. And then we've been writing poetry ever since. That was in the middle of the COVID lockdown. So that's been my kind of big change. This uh, was poetry. It just came about out an hour. That space to breathe, think, and talk how it is. And this time was brilliant. And what's, what's, your, what's your poetic name again? My poetic name is Poems. Psychotic oddballs, experiences, memories, and stories. Poems. So that's where I'm at with that. A good friend of mine gave me the name, Alan. Thank you very much, Alan. Um, psychotic oddball. So I added on the, the extra bit myself. But I like it. I like it too. It's good. It's very, very good. You, you're uh, very, you and Alan there, actually, you're very creative with your poems. Um, you're helping a lot of people. If anybody hasn't followed Dave on Instagram, follow Dave on Instagram and look at his poems. Yeah, I appreciate every shout out there. And I'm glad you're joining the best part about the poems for me has been it's just my experience strength hope of what's happened throughout my life and i seem to write it down rhyme it out or whatever and people have responded very well a lot of feedback uh, a few people have reached out that have been struggling with their lives addictions life and i met with a few over coffees chats phone calls and uh, been able to help that's the biggest part i got from the poetry and tell tell the people people who don't know about your poetry tell them a bit of the, the backstory of of what your poems are about and how you came to doing poems and your life before your metamorphosis well my life before the metamorphosis well i've been sober now 15 months um before that it was a hectic lifestyle to to say the least 
it was partly fueled by uh, white powder, uh, whiskey, and menthol cigarettes. So it's been a lot of going on for the last few years. Uh, so the poems just my stories that have life has affected me or how I see things, my perspective and just anecdotes, stories made into poems and things that really rang true with me and have affected me and just been able to write it down and rhyme it. That's how I feel it's I found my platform to be able to share with and that's how I work the poems. You spill your soul onto the page, you really, really do. Yeah, that's it. I nailed on the head. Um, it just came about. I did a bit of poetry when I used to work in a call centre. I had um, at this thing I used to go in early in the mornings, about an hour before everyone, write a poem for the day. I call myself the Inspiration Association. And uh, it was just kind of funny poems, but nothing in deep or depth. No substance, they were just rhyming. But these ones here now, have, I believe, have substance and depth. And it's actually my real life experiences. Nothing's changed, nothing's altered. It's just my life on the page. What a life lived, Ava. Huh? What a life. You completed the game. You completed the game. You did it. You did it. You leveled up. Yeah, I completed the session. There wasn't enough whiskey left. <laughs> yeah, we never gone to the proper 12, did you? That's a proper whiskey. Uh, I'll, never, I'll never try it. Uh, but I'm not drinking or taking drugs today. So it's one day at a time. And that's the message, isn't it? The 12 steps, that's the message. Yeah, they do, I work the 12 step program rigidly every day. Uh, it's a one day at a time process. So if anyone asks me, am I drinking now tomorrow? I don't know. I'm not drinking today. And that's the way I have to live my life. Take it day by day. That's all you can do. You're living in the moment. Like if you're if if you think about the future, if you think about the past, you're living anxiety or living in depression. Like all you can do is take it day by day. You're doing well. You're doing well today. Yeah. Yeah, everything's going pretty well today. So far, so good. Besides the weather, which we're not going to start talking about, but you know. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. It's it's been a, it's actually given me a life. The program I'm on now. Um, before I was always numbed up I had no sort of a no feeling towards anything no happiness no sadness just kind of numb to everything and this program has given me a life day by day if I do the right thing the days add up could be a week could be a month and currently I'm 15 months um, living living and working this program and it's amazing did you ever think of yourself being able to be in this position like you you like we know we've known each other since we're 12 years old since we went to school we went to Belcom College uh, and we've been friends. We knew each other from the start, but we really started becoming friends around 15, 14, 15, 16 and uh, beyond that. We've been friends ever since. But what I've known of you, Dave, like you always had the inquisitive mind here. You always had that in you, but you were a king sesh. That was your thing. That, that was the way you did things. I, I, nobody ever thought. And you're able to manage it for a long, long, long time. But then for a while, it, it went, it became detrimental. And it was probably the best thing to happen to you when it came detrimental to your health, to your life, to your friends, to your family, where it wasn't, you weren't able to go any, any further. Like if you were going any further, you would have ended up in a box. But besides that, besides going that, if you didn't reach that limit, I'm, I suppose many people would be in the same uh, position where, where they're able to cope with these addictions, but it's manageable. And they don't realize that they actually are an addict or they are a heavy drink or a drug user. Like I know it spirals out of control, but you kind of have to hit rock bottom before you can change your life. You can't change your life unless you hit rock bottom. 
Yeah, 100%, you nailed it in the head. And it just came out of nowhere. It wasn't any conscious decision. Uh, I was awake for five days this time. The whiskey had ran out, the potions had ran out, uh, the cigarettes had ran out. And I was sitting on the same people and I said to myself, and I said out loud, how did I end up here again? And I had nothing left to give. I didn't care. I didn't. I never got session depression. I never got down. I was just numb, and I was like, something's got to change here. I went home. I slept for twenty four hours, and then I went to my first meeting, and I've been continuing going to meetings ever since. But it's just spiritually empty, drained, and nothing left to give. And if anyone's in that position, there is a way, a better way, an easier, better way. Reach out to me if you want. Through this, and um, I could talk you through. I did. But also, there is meetings around you can go to, and you'll find all these meetings online. I have to interject here a little bit. You said it's an easier way, but I think you're taking away from yourself of how hard you've worked. Uh, you said it's an easier, better way. It's a nicer way, but it is going to be difficult. It Probably the easier way is just keep doing what you're doing. It takes a lot of courage to change your life and admit that you have an issue, and you did that. I appreciate that. I really appreciate it. Uh, it did take a lot of work, I did put a lot of work into myself and uh, I'm enjoying the process, it's day at a time. It does, it's it's a simple program but it's not easy. You have to face up, own up and take ownership of what you've done in your life. That you have addictions, you have problems and you have to own up to it. It's as simple as they say, a problem shared is a problem half, but it's actually true. Vocalising, I think that's our biggest thing with men these days, is we don't vocalise um, how we're feeling, how life's got to us. Or, but talking up and speaking out, as one of my poems I had, Dark is in the light, it's about speaking up, even shouting out. This is beneficial for everyone, and the benefit of yourself, your friends, your family, and it's your problems aren't that big when they're shared, and they can be worked through. Yep, yeah, 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 that's it. Like, you need, you need a, no man is an island, like, you need the support around you, and um, it's an issue, especially in Irish men, like, it's a, uh, it's the, uh, just suck it up, like, just suck it up and get on with it, like, it's, it's stoic in a way. Uh, not not putting your problems out there and you can you can understand that everybody has their own problems but you need to have the few people around you that you can go to that you can be vulnerable with even if you're the like you you're the, you're, you're you're the big masculine man you've always been Mr. David Farrell blah, 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 but you need to have you need to be vulnerable you need to have those those people around you that you can reach out to that can understand you that are close to you that are your mates that are your family that are your friends that are your brothers just need to be there like and they will be there and um, no no bridge is ever burnt that's the truth if you want to change your life and you want to get there there's people out there that will help lend a helping hand yeah 100 you're dead right there there is people there to listen there is people to talk to and things can really change like the way my life was gone was proper insanity it was off the wall material i used to be awake for four or five days a week uh, but juggled it managed it with financially it was a strange, strange time. But looking back, I wouldn't, I don't, wouldn't change a thing because it's brought me to where I am now. I know I have the experience to talk to someone about it. I've been through a lot, through the mill, and then to me, for me, be able to turn around like that is massive. I think, um, because I know a lot of people are still involved in, still doing what they're doing, and maybe they haven't got through enough pain or to whatever way it works. It, oh, it worked for me I turned it around and if it can work for me it can work for anyone as you said King Sesh I'd say look let's give an example to the people as well beside yourself because not everybody knows you but not everybody listening may know who you are Tyson Fury Tyson Fury man on top of the world went, then after winning after getting everything he wanted to get as he said there himself I was only watching Hot Boxing last night with, with Mike Tyson 
once he, he went into that fight to win the four belts not feeling right he said he was mentally unwell going into the fight and five minutes after he won all four he said we claimed five belts as those uh, Mickey Mouse belts as he called as well but there's a uh, after winning all the belts off Klitschko he said he, that was it his five minutes his euphoria was over it was done and he was an unwell man he wanted to drive his Ferrari off a cliff and kill himself and it took him a long time to come back and he anybody who knows Tyson Fury knows him and the weight that man put on Know how low he was, and that is some absolute comeback. What do you think about that, Dave? Yeah, fair play to him, and he's an advocate now for his, for depression, suicidal thoughts, and mental health. It's good to see him if he can turn around. But it's strange, also, you have to see where where he was at. He had everything you can think of, the heavyweight champion, or such such high uh, accolade or whatever you want to call it, high promise or everything. He had everything you can think of, dream of, and to be in this state of depression with all that. It can happen to anyone. Uh, addictions can happen to anyone. Depression can happen to anyone. No matter where you are in life, you could be in the gutter or you could be a millionaire. If your headspace isn't right, your headspace isn't right. Regardless of the money that you have in the bank or, like it, it as I said there, no man is an island. But you need to you need to take the, the initial step to fix yourself. Like you you know this uh, trying to help people, you can't help somebody if you don't want to be helped. They need to address the issues themselves and then seek out help along the way. Is that correct or would you would you disagree with that? Yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. Um, it's funny because you ha- everyone has like this uh, standpoint of what a man should be like. Stoic, or take the board and don't talk about it. And you, you take this on board yourself, this this masculinity role, if you want to call it. And you think, just boarding it, boarding it, boarding it. Toxic masculinity. Tox- toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> Oh, you, you, so you called me toxic masculinity here on what are you talking about bitch anyway continue sorry I, I, I do uh, I do apologise for interject, interjecting you're right, there you're right. but that's what men think so still love you it's, it's an old idea male, male to take on board problems don't talk about it but it takes a real man to stand up talk be vulnerable and the biggest the worst part of your story would be a highlight of someone else's because I turn my whole life on its head and nothing's changed, I can't change the past, but I use all my negative life for positive now. And it's about talking up and speaking out, and anyone can do it. That's what a real man does, is be open up, be vulnerable, and be an book to share their experience, strength, and hope to benefit the, the tribe around them. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I, we are one tribe, as we were doing last night, as we were doing that, me and Dave did that meditation, I don't know any, how many people here did it, listen to this podcast, but there was the uh, one billion, what was it called, one billion one billion uh, Mike Tyson shared I can't exactly name it but it was one billion people meditating last month now we did it and um, so like yeah, Dave is familiar with meditation same as myself like I, I'm a bit of a, I'm a yoga head and while we were doing it with the best intentions to do it the guy it wasn't I, I, I me personally I, I I liked the idea of doing it I thought it was going to be a, a meditation where we're all going to meditate on something to try and change the world with our energy but it became very political it wasn't really so much of a, a guided meditation as the guy was, was saying a rant he was ranting about uh, police districts in the United States now I understand all, everything is that to happen I, I'm, I'm, I am a Black Lives Matter guy I am but we're, I thought from what my understanding of meditation is we're going to meditate and to try and change the world not to make a statement the guy to me seemed like he they were trying to make a statement getting all these people around the world for 1 billion people and then chanting this this politically political agenda and that was going to make some noise for people to actually change so to me it, did, it was a bit disingenuous but the idea of it was great 
Yeah, I, I agree with Owen there. It did turn very political. I thought it was going to be peace and love, man. It wasn't at all. It was like the precincts, many precincts, precincts, precincts. Yeah. Change the precincts in America. I can't even, my, my, I got my braces there talking your day. I do apologise for my, my uh, slurring of the words. Well, I, for me, I'm a, I'm a romanticist or, I don't know, a hippie. I want peace and love and I want to say a Black Lives Matter person. I'm going to be... Don't a, say it. Don't say it. I'm going to be an all lives matter. Oh, you're missing the point. Uh, you're missing the... Oh, my God, you're missing the point. I know, I, see, I, do, I, I do see the point. I do see the point. But I don't believe racism should exist in the slightest. Uh, I know it does. I know it should be stopped. I understand that. It's just it's a peculiar time in history with this so-called COVID and this new race war. It's just divide and conquer in my mind. Uh, one, there's only one race in my mind, and that's the human race. Yeah, I agree. We are all one tribe, but the the I I what I understand about the Black Lives Matter is that the the issue is around black people at the moment. This is the movement, and all people should get behind the Black Lives Matter instead of going well. All lives matter. All lives matter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All lives do matter. You, you are right, but you're taking it away, taking away the the power of what the Black Lives Matter is going to penetrate. It's going to penetrate everything. This is my, my in the movement. I'm probably describing this wrong in my dumb little two dimensional brain. But how never. Uh, we're trying to get behind one movement instead of splintering the movement. You say they're divide and conquer. So what, what's happening with the Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter? You say Black Lives Matter and the people of All Lives Matter. That's divide and conquer. We need to get behind one movement and change everything. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That, for me, I feel like meditation and that spirituality should not be political. It should be people are doing it to be part of one thing. One like not the whole world isn't about America. It really isn't. Like they're talking about in America. Yeah, I understand everything. America is kind of focal point for the Western world, but there's so many things happening around the world as well. That's injustices everywhere. I want to get around the Black Lives Matter. Some people want to get behind the All Lives Matter. That's perfectly fine, but it felt like that meditation last night was hijacked for political means yeah and it was it 100% was I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be that way and we were halfway through and the next one was just political police precincts and stuff like that it was just like it wasn't a guided meditation it was totally pushing away it wasn't a guided meditation that, that I've experienced before where you have the feeling your man started off like that which is great but then instead of allowing you to meditate you kept talking and talking which for me hypnosis Oh, it was like a hypnosis was, but for me, it's it's that's not meditation. I couldn't empty my mind. All I could do is think about your man talking. I couldn't empty my mind and actually meditate. Now, I love I love to meditate. I haven't meditated in, in a while, and I was enjoying it last night until the the political part came into it. Like we we have to change the world. We do, but we're not going to change it through. I believe through uh, po- uh, politics. It's going to be through society. We change it through uh, us, the people. How we change, how we react to things, how we, how we, like noticing these little things, we need to change it as a people and not leave it up to politicians to do that. Yeah, I understand the collective mindset. Um, it's it's a fickle situation because at the end of the day, the government does run things. So unless they're totally overthrown, then we can't really make change. But it's 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 a difficult one to talk about, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. We're, not, we're probably not going to get into the, in in. We're probably better off leaving politics there now. Anyway, if Ocean fan, but yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we already did vote for them, but what happened? Well, in fairness, right, Sinn Fein fucked it up themselves. You weren't expecting to do that well, and if they did that well, we'd have Mary Lou's T-shirt right now. But now, we're, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Rotating T-shirt? Mm, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, it's interesting the two of them slate each other back and forth. Now they're willing to work together. Oh, stop. Like, you know, they're, they're very scared now. They're very, very scared. Like, they're, they're, we're probably going to have... They're really going to put up a... How do I say this? Um, The spin. They're going to really use a spin this time. They're going to be like, where, like there, there we go. Uh, Ireland being on the uh, UN Security Council. They're putting all these spins with how important Ireland is and how well they were doing. Blah, 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 blah. blah. But after this COVID, I'm telling you, we're going to end our austerity again. And... I can't see this 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 government anyway this term um being so uh, smooth, let's say. Yeah, I I, I kind of see what you're saying there because they have a lot to, to answer for since Shinbei did get a lot more votes, but they didn't have enough seats obviously to get in. But they'll have to do something really well for this government or go really bad. The only way they're gonna do it is if they unite Ireland. That's it. That's the only thing. The only thing they're gonna do if they unite Ireland. That's the other way. It's going to look good. Fianna Fáil will finally be the Republican Party they all, always claim to be. Now, my family were always uh, Fianna Fáil. Um, I, I'm Sinn Féin as far as I can remember. Uh, I, I, not that I, I, don't, I don't, say, don't support any violence, but I am a Republican. I do not support violence. I think the only way to do it is to bring about United Ireland is through politics. This is one thing. This is a good thing about being from a small country. We can actually have an effect on the, 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 the politics. Uh, but yeah, that's the only way. I I believe that Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil are uh, and the Greens who are going to get decimated in, in the next uh, election again are going to be able to save any sort of face. Well, well, two great things that I do want to see in my lifetime are a United Ireland and an Oasis reunion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think United Ireland is going to happen before that. And you never know. Like I saw Oasis play down Slane, and oh, it was magical, biblical, as Liam said, and that would be unbelievable to see again. Did 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 he part to see a people? Was, was he amazing. Moses? Was he Moses? He was. He was better than better than any event I've been at. Better, yeah, it was a the Beatles said uh, they're more popular than Jesus yeah well that's only a slippery slope when you saying things like that oh I remember that I remember that years ago I think it was my uh, confirmation and uh, it was like it was only the time when Google came out and the Archbishop blessed be upon him uh, the Archbishop <laughs> he, he brought that up in, in, in when he was talking and he was like well I I remember they said that years ago and now I'm doing the Archbishop now uh I, I Google Jesus and I Google the Beatles and Jesus was f- far more hits than the Beatles and I, I, I think he just missed a point like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a funny one are we? I'm not a big fan of the Beatles I do like I do like uh, some of their stuff I like George Harrison I like um, what's that song um, help my, my, no, help yeah I need a bit of help I need a bit of help uh, my sweet lord I do like that song That's that, that touches on um the old Hinduism that they call demonic in there, the, the, the Christian way of viewing things, but um, well, they was supposed to say that magical mystery tour bus, the one they, they, they record in India or they got their influence from India, the Beatles album, I can't remember exactly. Oh, uh, Dr. Is it not Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Jesus Christ, what, um, what's that one, Sergeant Pepper, is that Sergeant the one? Pepper. I think that's the one, yeah, yeah, Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, I never really, I, I, I can never really get into the Beatles, I was always a, a Stones man myself, I like the Rolling Stones, they kind of just seem to, uh, they resonate more. They resonate more, but they're also timeless. 
I know I understand the Beatles at their time where um let's say they were what's the word pioneering that's the word yeah pioneering but uh, for me it's always been the Stones like I just I, I like that blues I like that kind of rock that rustic feel and um, I don't know about you Dave but that's just my, my personal uh, opinion I, lo- I, lo- I like both you know, it depends on the day I listen to the Beatles a lot I listen to the Stones a lot I like a variety eclectic mix of what I like I can't get into Irish rappers at all can't do it <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't. I can't. I think. No, I think. I like the Irish rap. I know you do. I know you. you uh, I have some friends that um, one particular friend who's always been into his rap and uh, he loves Irish rappers. I just can't get into it. I think the Irish accent, especially the Dublin accent for poetry, is amazing. But for me, Irish rappers, they all kind of sound the exact same. Um, it's like they're for me. It's like there's no difference. It's they're quite technical, but there's no flow there. It's like. How do you differentiate between rappers? Yeah, some are very technical and others have great flow. Look at Biggie B, he had great flow. Uh, I think you just need we need a a uh, messiah in Irish rap to come around and well, put on the one, map. Well, there's one I was looking at. His name is um, Lethal Dialect. He's very good. Shout out. Oh, yeah, Lethal Dialect was out years. I remember his name years ago. Yeah, yeah. he has one called now called uh, God, Good Ordinary Design and it's a great great rap like I'll give it a listen I, I, I try to listen to them as I said I have some friends who are reading into rap and of them um, I try to listen to I try to get into them the only one I like I remember from skill Anto Starry Boys true that <laughs> Anto and Fintan that was brilliant that was brilliant oh that was that was so good like that was just hilarious i think that i think that, that that's i think Irish rappers are too serious and we went for the funny aspect like the way eminem used to you know, that, that might actually work because we have a great sense of humor yeah well there's time for fun there's time for seriousness you have um versatile they're a very funny rap Irish group yeah yeah they're they're, they're, getting, they're they're getting a lot of uh, hits aren't they with coolio and yeah Champion, oh my god, champion. They were bought out by uh, JD, were they? Ch- champion JD, actually, yeah. Ch- champion around when uh, Star Wars used to be called Opa Fruits. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> do you remember Frosty, the sweets? I do remember Frosty. Good do, show. Do, do they still do them? I haven't seen them. Do you want to taste something? You know you know what? You know, I don't know, you know, I think you do know. You could have put me onto this, but something that tastes like Frosty's. White TK. Ice, obviously with ice, cool it down, and blackcurrant. Mm. Blackcurrant, diluted blackcurrant. It tastes exactly the same as Frosty's. Those, uh, those, those sweets as a kid. I remember them. They were absolutely delicious. What is the story with animal bars? They're like a bleeding euro now. Pop in these sweet tree pea back in the day. Same as Fred. Fred is for 40 cents. Fred, oh, yeah. They're like a penny or something back in the day. Like, what is the story? That? And they're getting smaller. I know I'm getting bigger. We're all getting bigger, but they're getting yeah, smaller. Definitely, yeah, getting smaller. Definitely getting smaller. Like, we, we went over to the shop there while we got to get ice creams, remember? They were to get a magnet and we're like, what the fuck is up with these? They were tiny. And they were tiny. It wasn't the magnum, it wasn't the magnum at all. It was like a fucking magnum fun size or something, you know what I mean? I know we do agree, disagree on certain music, but I know we both agree on Damien Dempsey. Oh, Damo. Voice voice of a generation. Voice of a generation. I met him there down in Dolly Mount. You were jealous, you were. You mean you handled Damien? Poor Damien out there with his ma during COVID and you were going over and annoying him eating his hey, lunch. You see, you see he did a picture of me at a distance so I was happy with that. Uh, you, know, you know, true fans just leave Damien alone. I've seen him a few times myself. <laughs> I've seen him a few times myself and uh, I suppose you didn't see him at the swim rises. He likes to see how swim rises he does. 
Oh, I haven't seen him actually. Oh, look at that. Pop Martin, like Long Rock. I haven't met the High Rock yet. So I haven't seen many of them. Maybe he's down Dolly Mount. It could be down Dolly Mount. That's where you've seen him, wasn't it? The yeah. demo's good. Like, I, I have to say, like, I like. Hopefully, his Christmas concert is still on. Yep, I go see demo every year at Christmas time. You, you, you came with me last time, didn't you? And a couple of years ago before that. Demo's yeah. the man. Like, demo is the man. You can't, there's not, Christmas isn't the same without demo. No, it's class. Class. Anyway, what's that? I think we're going to give this a wrap up now. Um, thanks, guys. This has been the Free Thinker Society. This is our first podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. <laughs>